1: Liverpool
2: turn their pre-season form around with a big 2-0 victory over Crystal Palace. This is the final whistle show. I'm joined by Chloe and by Steve for this one. Steve, I'm going to start with you, mate. Um, Nice to get a a little victory. It isn't about about the results. It is about performances, moments and fitness. Um, What was your player of the match? Player of the match... Probably for the
3: first half alone, Harvey Elliott probably shades it. I thought he was involved in pretty much everything we did. The pullback for the Henderson goal was really good. Yeah. Showed up for the ball really well. Neat, neat uh, inter- interplay with Oxlade-Chamberlain, who unfortunately went off injured. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to him because from 70 minutes onwards, when we made the last substitutions, the game didn't give us anything, did it?
2: No. No, not at all. I mean, I, I like that. I thought Harvey Elliott did really well. Um, what did you make of his performance?
1: Yeah, I thought he was boss. Thought he was very intricate, um, really sharp in and around the area. He, you know, had a really good connection with with Chamberlain down the the right hand side, uh, even Millie down the right hand side as well. I, I just thought he slotted in really well. He, I mean, he was in a really really good team, and to for him to be a standout even in pre season, it says something about him. We've seen him. We know what he's about. We know he can do it, um, and he's just very exciting with the football at his feet.
2: Yeah, I'm just gonna bring the uh, the. the... The First half team up on my laptop now, if that's okay, Tom. Uh, so we got we started with Adjun, uh, Milner, Canate, Matip, Chimikash, Henderson, Elliot, Jones, Oxley, Chamberlain, Diaz, Firmino. Big talking point from the half, of course, Chloe, uh, Oxley, Chamberlain, picking up that injury. he played really, really well up until that point, hadn't he? 43 minutes there or thereabouts.
1: Yeah, he, he was. Really, really good. He seemed like he was everywhere, really fit, um, had some lovely touches. Those those two touches to kill a ball dead and then pass it on to Elliot, where Elliot puts the ball wide, was incredible. Um, and I think, you know... We've seen him, and we know that he's a top-quality player. We know he can come in and do stuff for us, but he needs a run of games. And, yeah, he's finally got two games in a row, which, you know, were only pre-season, and he's gone down injured. And I wonder whether it was that shot that did it, because he looked fine running to the ball. It was a lovely through ball by Firmino. We ran onto it. And then after the shot, you saw him grimace, and I wonder whether it, he's done something when shooting. Um, and... It's absolutely gotten for him. It's gotten for Liverpool at the fact that he looked bright, but it's even more gotten for him because it seems like every time he starts to look a bit sharp, you know, look fairly back to himself, like he could actually be a vital part into this Liverpool side, definitely attack him from a midfield perspective. Um, Another injury picked up. It must be so frustrating for him.
2: One of the things that was a big difference, Steve, between the first half side and the second half side for me was obviously... You know, we had Firmino up top in the first half, mm. we had Darwin Nunes up top in the second half. We played down the right-hand side, both both halves, but we interacted with the number nine completely differently. You know, you think about Harvey Elliott and Oxley Chamberlain and Firmino, it was quick, it was a little round-the-corners thing. You think second half, yeah, there was Salah and obviously Carvalho on the left-hand yeah. side, but it was all in behind for Darwin Nunes. How do you think Klopp goes about? evolve in a team to play to Darwin Nunes's strengths are, are the players just good enough now or does it need work on the training ground I think it's a bit of a bit of that
3: that's needed and also a bit of he needs to learn to play with, with the players around him so it's not necessarily changing what we do for him because that's a big change Bobby shows for the ball when it's back to goal 20-30 yards deep and brings other people into play Nunes is trying to run onto the final ball so that's a problem Manchester City are going to have with Harland as well and their big questions for both teams to answer it will change the way we play it will make us sometimes a bit more direct which we need um, but like you said in in the commentary we're still finding out about what suits him best where does he want it there's a certain amount of frustration in him today because the, the final balls weren't finding him and he's dead keen to score a goal to get his in his own mind his campaign off and running it will be interesting to see. I said before when we spoke about this, I'd kind of like to see him get a bit closer, maybe to someone like Diaz, because he he favors coming off the left hand side. So there's a there's a bit of work to do there. This is like really really early in his Liverpool career, so so there's there's no reason for anyone to be sort of taken to Twitter to say, "Oh, he didn't score again today." That's that's shocking because it's not. He's still finding his feet. We've done so, so much of the same thing for so many years. it's big cultural and tactical change for us to do something completely different to, to allow that guy to do what he does in our team but but it's needed it's it's really interesting that both Klopp and Guardiola have gone out and bought more orthodox number nines in the same summer yeah. yeah is is the sort of diminutive forwards lots of angles death by a thousand cuts has that been read and understood by people where you just negate the space and stop, stop us using it like we saw in the Champions League final like Chelsea do to us quite well is it an evolution of tactics and if it is, it might take till Christmas for this to work properly and we might see as Chloe said, we might see Bobby playing more games early on in the season while Nunes adjusts and he comes on for the last half an hour when, when we've won games and, and you can afford to be a little bit more, take a few more risks in terms of trying to find him. You don't want to be doing that when you're 0-0, you can do that when you're 2-3 up, mm. you can afford to play passes that don't work. So it's an interesting one for him. I'm, I'm not worried. I've seen enough of him when he came to Anfield against us. He absolutely turned up on that night and he, he tormented us. Got that in his locker. We've just got to find a way to make what we do right now and what he wants us to do. And a bit of vice versa. That I think there's a there's a coming
2: together of minds that's still needed. Yeah, Klopp said didn't he the other day, Chloe? Some some good quotes actually uh, around this this subject. I think I might actually have some other quotes here because I I prepared for this. In fact, yeah, do we don't want to change Darwin in a week or two or three? Uh, he told Neil Jones, friend of ours. Do I? want Darwin to play like Bobby Firmino in the same position no not at all it makes no sense we have to adapt a bit around that and it will be in the first Premier League game or the second or the third or the fourth I couldn't care less we can just work on it and we will do we'll see in training how quickly that will go this is what I like about it it will be really interesting so that's sort of summing up actually quite well what what's these thoughts where we, we don't want to change him he's a striker that we bought for a fucking reason but also there's got to be maybe give and take
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean... You play to people's strengths, don't you? And Liverpool in the past of being a uh, known not to. I mean, don't want to compare anyone to Ben Teche, but if you put a ball into the box, like for Benteke to attack, he's usually that's that's his strength heading a ball. Uh, Nunes and, and Firmino, different style players. One one sits deep and one's on the shoulder. You could see it already in that game. Um, the the difference in positions that they take up on the football pitch. And it just needs a bit of adapting, it needs adapting to the runs. The runs he did today were brilliant, but the players around and didn't really know where they were playing. Played going to it to run. his right instead yes, of his left and Exactly, stuff like
2: that, we saw, didn't we? And
1: that comes with time and you know, we know he's got the killer instinct at the end because of what he did at Anfield and what he's done in the Champions League last season. So it's a case of just bonding and gelling and the cohesion. I mean that's that's what was so good about our run three after a while was because they knew exactly where everyone else was going to be on that pitch. So Bobby Firmino could come deep and put one over uh, in behind him because he knows one of the wide players are going to make that run. And now you've got someone who's always gonna now be on the shoulder and maybe it is a case of Nuna sometimes dropping a bit deep
0: to give one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
1: Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt.
0: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare.
1: the defenders are something else to think about and it leaves space at where else for Carvalho or Diaz or whoever. Um, and I think the other bonus of, of Darwin Nunes is heading, is the fact that let's put one on, in, in the box and let him go and attack that. If we're struggling to break a team down, we've got someone there tall who can go and win a header, go and do it. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think it's just a bit of... Getting used to him and him getting used to watch, which every single player needs. I mean, Diaz is the kind of player moulded to the position that we wanted for left wing Darwin Nunes isn't a player that we've really had before, um, and it's really interesting. And, and you know, if Jurgen Klopp thinks he's excited and um, he looks really good, then I'm all for it. And if it takes a couple of times, that just means we need other players in those moments to step up.
2: Yeah, no, I completely agree. I'm going to take a quick look at the, the second half team then. Um, Because in the second half team, it sort of started with Davies in goal for Adjian. Uh, We had Trent Alexander Arnold, VDB, uh, VVD, uh, and Andy Robertson at the back with Fabinho, Cater, Thiago, Salah, Carvalho on that left hand side, and Nunes. I'll come to you first on this one, then, Chloe. Um, Carvalho, he was a little bit exciting on that left hand side, wasn't he? And again, you know, good little performance. Uh, midweek against Manchester United plays the centre midfield left-hand side linked really quite well with Diaz over there this time he plays on that left-hand side are you ready to make any concrete conclusions about where he's going to play?
1: Um, not really I, I think also it's a case of he'll play wherever there's a place where we can rotate to be honest um, just get him in for a couple of games see what he can do but both both positions he looks really silky on the ball I think When when I think of a Liverpool front three, I think of pace, and I'm not too sure Carvalho's got the pace I want in a front three. He's not got Diaz's pace, and that's what I want. Um, But you could say the same for Jota. I don't think Jota's got the pace. That's why I like him up top better than I do on the wing. Um, But he's so silky Coutinho played off the left hand side didn't have a lot of pace but he was so silky on the ball and Carvalho looks really silky I think he has one saved in that second half by Gaeta Um, a really good strike got some power behind it. good save and that's him coming in from the left onto his right foot so um, the left side of either a front three or midfield three I'm absolutely signed with I'm just I'm really excited to see him kick a ball about What
2: about you mate do you see anything you like there or is it just about getting minutes in his legs
3: No I make some good points there. There's a lot of what Chloe said makes perfect sense, and it is about minutes. And again, it's similar to to the to Darwin Nunes thing. He seems to have settled in a bit quicker than than Nunes, probably because he's more involved with the, with the game because we build up so so intricately down the flanks, so he sees a lot of the ball. Whereas what we kind of see with Nunes is him trying to latch onto a final ball. So I I, I think for me, I see him as a really really attack minded midfielder as opposed to um, a, a left-sided front man. When when Jota's fit, um, you've got obviously Diaz and Jota that can play left side. You've got Jota that can play through the centre with Nunes and Bobby. There's there's lots of options. Um, I think sometimes with a double pivot, Carvalho might be the man that sits to the left, but 20 yards further forward, and is almost an additional body in the final third because sometimes we just drill crosses into the box for sake of the drilling crosses into the box we don't get anything from it so back to your point on let's throw a few in there for Nunes to try and get on the end of I just think Carvalho gives us a, a number of options but it's kind of like having a, a young Coutinho back in the team where, mm. where you know he's just going to open up his body and go past someone he's got skills he's got tricks he's got ability to beat people and as proven last season it doesn't matter if it was in the champion, championship he still scores goals and he links very well with people so him and Elliot, for me, because they are the future of, of, of the club in terms of young midfielders, and I do think Carvalho is a midfielder. Um, or interestingly, Klopp said, when he gets some muscles, maybe he's a potential false nine. That would be an interesting combination mm-hmm. because uh, you see a lot of his game where he's able to protect the ball like Bobby does. So he, he's he's started really, really well. We're, we're two games in in terms of pre-season, and he's given us something to think about in both of the games, and it's positive thoughts, Whereas at the moment, we're all kind of waiting for it to happen for Nunes. And, and don't know why, because it's it's two games and he didn't play all of the two games. So it's like half an hour here and half an hour there and nobody should be forming any judgments right now. But but Carvalho looks exciting and, and for, the, for the remainder of the season, I'm going to watch that one with interest. Because I think he's been under the radar, a, a, cheap, a cheap acquisition that could be a, a real star for years to come.
2: Yeah, I must I must admit, when you started talking about that sort of double pivot, but maybe with Carvalho more on that left-hand side, I started to think about that a little bit more and sort of flesh that out for myself more than I'm sure you already have. So you're looking at sort of maybe Fabinho with Hendo, with Carvalho on the left. Or breaking. Thiago. Well, he- what I was then thinking is Fabinho, Thiago and then you've got Elliot on the right hand side could play the same role on the other yeah. side couldn't he and it started to make a little bit more sense to me then which is quite interesting obviously we know what Salah's going to give us and he gave us a lot today he looked exciting now on that right hand side he didn't look tired he looked fresh he was quick off it but to Alexander-Arnold caught your eye didn't
1: he yeah 100% I think but in the first two minutes he did two back heels both leading to to things that should have been goals one of them did end up a goal Darwin Nunes unlucky to, to just swipe and miss the ball really um, um, but it wasn't even that. It was um, the the shot that he took when he was in the middle of midfield. It reminded me of the one against Newcastle at home. I'm sorry, I'm giving you another another moment <laughs> to try and remember there, Chris. I remember but, that one. Um, it was an absolute banger, um, and it reminded me of that. I think. Trent with space in front of him, that's why he's so good at right back, because in midfield, a lot of the time, you are touch tight, you've always got someone who's about to close your down, where when you're a right back, you're not really thought of as, as important or brilliant in an attacking sense, and it leaves him a lot of space because of the midfield and the runs ahead of him, um, and you could see in that game there, with Salah uh, especially, there was just so much space for him, the nice little touches is his passing, we all know is incredible, um, and it, it feels like we do run out of you know words to even compliment him with anymore because he's just that good. Um but yeah, he he's just he, he's got everything and he seems more bulky, and he seems more fit out and um it's 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 boss to see and hopefully he can have another brilliant season.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And there you go. That wraps up the final whistle for this one. Thank you for joining us on the watch along. Of course, we'll be back uh, next Thursday I think it is for RB Leipzig that one's in Austria, isn't is it? Salzburg first is it. Oh, have I missed a game? Or is it Leipzig? It says Leipzig on my calendar and then Salzburg a week later okay, the twenty-seventh. Yeah, I've got Thursday the twenty-first okay. on my calendar. I'll be Leipzig. It's twenty-seventh, uh, like yeah. 615 kickoff for that one. We'll be back for that, of course. But we'll be back, of course, next week. Um, check out what we will be doing all season long for you on the watch-alongs now and goodbye. Small details are big surfaces.